It's the Go Million and Go Million Interview and Prayer Call Podcast. You will be blessed in two ways, with an influential interview and the engagement of powerful prayer. And now, your host, Bishop Nathaniel Go Million. Bless you. Good morning to you. Welcome to the Go Million and Go Million Ministry Interview and Prayer Call Podcast. We appreciate you all so much. And don't forget, uh, to go out to uh, gomillion.gospelradiotoday.net and subscribe to our podcast. There are many, many wonderful interviews out there. And even this interview today with Bishop Frederick O. Jones will also download to our podcast tonight. Uh, God bless you. We're broadcasting today on uh, Facebook Live, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And we appreciate uh, you so very, very much. All right, let's go to our guest. Good morning, Bishop. Blessing to you, sir. Good morning to you, Bishop. How you doing, man of God? I'm doing well, sir. Thank you for having us this morning. Man, we are so glad to have you uh, with us today. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, who you are and uh, where you're from, your family and all of that. All right. I am the youngest of eight. I'm, I was born in Louisa County which is um, about an hour and 15 minutes uh, south of um, Gainesville, Virginia. And I grew up there, went to high school um, in Louisa County, then went to college in Richmond, graduated from college from Richmond and um, Key Business College down in Richmond, and then came back home, um, worked, continued to work in the church and Right around that time is when I received my call um, to the ministry. So it's, it's five boys and three girls. It was eight. Now we only have seven. Uh, my oldest brother's gone on to be with the Lord. And so that why, that's where I was born and raised. All right, man of God. So, you, so you, you're the eighth child. You, you, I'm you the, the eighth David. child. You're the David in the family, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I had to fight for all the scraps that was left. <laughs> man I, I met you when you were uh pastoring in orange virginia uh and now you in gainesville how in the world did you get to gainesville man i'll tell you i um i pastored uh, mount pleasant baptist church in orange for seven years and um an opportunity came where i was asked to come i knew my my work at mount pleasant was coming to an end and god opened another door for me to come to warrington okay and i from from orange county i went to warrington to providence baptist church in orlean and so um i continued to live in louisa and travel back and forth but it got to be a little bit too much and so we moved from louisa county to gainesville and I pastored Providence Baptist Church for seven years before we started New Life. Okay, okay, okay. Hello, uh, Elder Sandra Lyles Jenkins. We appreciate you so much. Uh, okay, uh, have you ever lived outside the state of Virginia? I have not. You have not? Okay, have not. okay, okay. Well, how many years have you been in ministry, Bishop? I've been in ministry for 35 years. Wow. 35 years. We got, got 21 with New Life and seven with Mount Pleasant 
and um, seven with Providence Orleans. So, okay. So now you, you're the founding pastor of the New Life uh, Community Baptist Church. How, yes, sir. How did you all get the name of the church? Well, it's, 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 it's funny you should ask that. You know, um, by you being a pastor and you've been in ministry for a long time, you know some of the challenges that pastors go through when pastoring churches. And prior to new life being birthed, um, the vision that the Lord had given me for the ministry at Providence Orlean was different than where um, the leaders wanted to go. I won't say the whole church, but the leaders, mm -hmm. um, the deacons. And as a result of that, it caused a little bit of tension. And so, you know, you, you, you work through it, you plow through your struggles as much as you can. Um, but um, it was some difficult moments, very difficult moments. But you know what, when I look back on it now and I understand what God was doing, um, at that time when I was going through those struggles, I just felt like, you know what, if, if I got to fight through ministry, Lord, if this is all you got for me to do and I got to fight all the time, I, I, I'd rather do something else. And so um, my, my heart got crushed several times in different situations. And, you know, like in um, in the book of Ezekiel, uh, where it talks about the Lord to give you a new heart. Mm -hmm. um, I went I, I went through some struggles and each day I was I was full time there and mm -hmm. each day I would go out to do my pastoral duties. Um, I would come back into our community where I lived here in Gainesville. And right in the community was a elementary school. And every day round about, I wanna say evening time round two or so when I was coming in. And this happened for probably, I wanna say a good two, three weeks. That, that particular time I came in, I saw the kids letting out. And it was mm -hmm. different types of kids coming from different backgrounds multiculture and the lord always would direct me to those kids walking through the community and so finally um one day he would say pay attention to the kids and i remember that one particular day when he said it when the holy spirit said it and i got to my mailbox and i said lord why do you direct why are you directing me to look at these kids here in the community and and he said i want you to start a church right here now i had not left i had not mm -hmm. left providence orlean but that's when the lord spoke and i knew my work was coming to an end there because um we were going in two different directions and instead of um me being miserable instead of them being miserable you know god finally brought that relationship to an end um, about a month after I heard the word start a, a ministry here in this community. I resigned and um, the day that I resigned, um, I had some folk that had been sitting under me for there for a while. And they said, well, if you don't leave the state, Wherever you go, if you start a work, we coming. 
And so I said, well, you know, we'll, we'll talk. And, and, and we did eventually, we started new life, um, started it in my living room. Okay. And, and, and we had, yes, sir. And we had, we had Bible study, um, in the living room for almost a year. And each night it was packed out and we, we did the model that it talked about in the book of Acts. We, we studied the word of God and then we had a meal afterwards. We broke bread together. Okay. And from my living room, then we moved to a school, that school that the Lord showed me um, for a couple of months where the kids was coming out. We started to go there to hold our services. And we stayed there for a few years and then we shifted to another school because we couldn't get um, custodial um, coverage. Right. And we're still at that current school right now, which is Mostella Middle School. Okay. 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 And man, uh, doing the good work. I, you know, I know you had uh, uh, several uh, men's conferences uh, there. I've attended a couple of them. You've been blessed to be on a couple, as a matter of yes. fact. Uh, man, how did you get that heart for men? I'm glad you asked that question. The two churches that I pastored before starting New Life, especially the first church, we had some we had some men there. And those brothers had some major challenges and the challenges came in the direction of domestic mm -hmm. violence and drug addictions. Mm -hmm. I spent a lot of time in the court system going with those guys to the courtroom when they had cases against them, trying to support them. And then I saw the effects of, of their children not having a strong father figure in the household okay. the mother was working but the guys weren't those guys were they they hung out on the street a lot of times and um i remember driving one of those brothers um about an hour and a half two hours to a drug addiction um organization that helped him and he came out stayed good for a good year relapsed and went back and then there were other areas where guys couldn't keep jobs and I mm -hmm. could see by being the pastor of that church, I could see what it was doing to the family. Mm -hmm. With not a strong structure of a father of the manhood, the father being there and leading, um, I saw what it was doing to the children. And so I always wanted to set something up to be able to um, help those guys, to build those guys and show them what it was that the Lord required and what it looked like to be a strong father. I did not have all the resources back then that I had when I came to New Life. And so we would get together in little small groups, but that's where it started. Mm -hmm. And and then when I went to the second ministry, um, I saw some of the same examples. And so by the time we got to New Life, um, based on what I had seen and experienced, um, the Lord then allowed us to put together some conferences. And um, I had the necessary help that I needed to put together those conferences. Um, you know all the nuts and bolts that goes to putting together a conference. Yeah. So I had that help. And we put those conferences together. You were there several years um, with us. You spoke two or three years, you were our guest. And so the Lord did a great work. And um, 
that somewhat came to an end when COVID hit. I, I um, you know, when COVID hit, it changed the whole landscape of how we did ministry. Yes, sir. Yes, and sir. Being, being shut away for three years, not being able to get together only through Zoom and different um, 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 different tools to, to be able to keep the church together. Now, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only one pastor who have experienced this, but after three years, being able to be at home and wake up on Sunday morning and turn on your device and set up in bed and watch church. And then when church is over, you can go back and lay back down. People got real comfortable. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, yeah. And, and so um, only 50% of our ministry have come back. The other 50 um, still watches online. I but, but you know, that wasn't all bad. I didn't look at that all bad because what the Lord did was we gained a whole lot of people during COVID when we were online and yeah. when we got ready to move back into um, the building, those people from Chicago, um, Atlanta, California, Florida, Richmond, Ohio, um, um, a lot of those people, they stayed with us. They never left. And they still tune in to this day um, on Sunday morning. Man, that's that's a that's a blessing, man. That's a blessing. Uh, that's a phenomenal blessing. Let me say hello to uh, Pastor Carolyn Smith from uh, out in the western part of Virginia. We were together at our state conference last week. God bless you, woman of God. Uh, so now I was blessed to be with you uh, when you were consecrated by the late Apostle Floyd Nelson. Yes, sir. He was, he was uh, then the presider of a Bible way. And yeah, yeah. Uh, and so you've been consecrated a number of years. Uh, and uh, was it after that that you started the New Life uh, Fellowship of Churches? Yes, it was right after that. Um, let me let me back up a little bit before I was consecrated and just share this little piece. It was this great woman of God in um, Washington, D.C., by the name of Aula B. Cunningham. She mm -hmm. pastored um, Bethesda New Life Church in D.C., preached for her every single year, um, whether it was doing revival or whether it was doing um, their convocation. And they had churches abroad, uh, I would say about six or seven churches abroad. And um, she she passed away. And um, we still came together. and. Um, they they asked me, would you consider to move us further so the work could continue? And we had we did one convocation together. Um, but the time it wasn't right for all of them. Mm -hmm. And so um, what we did was because they weren't fully ready. I stayed right in that right in that um, zone. And I talked to my late apostle about it. And he said, well, timing is everything. Timing may not be good for them, but that don't mean that you should stop. And so we continued and I got consecrated. And after I got consecrated, I had uh, convocations. I invited different preachers um, to our convocation. And 
And on a Friday night, a Friday night, um, Pastor Kerry Porter out of Washington, D.C. was our guest preacher. And I have been knowing him um, for many, many years. And he preached the message out of the book of Acts and how God moved the church. And at the end of the service, he called me up front and he said this to me. He said, I don't normally do this, but the Lord is laying this on my heart to do tonight. And he prophesied to me. And he said to me, he said, he said, you have, there's so many organizations out here. And he said, I, I don't mean to throw any shade on them, but he said, it's so many organizations. He said, some are doing the work and some are not doing the work. But he said, he said, son, don't you be one of the ones that's not doing the work. Don't you be one of the ones that just masquerade around in your outfits and don't do the work. Mm -hmm. And when he said that to me, it struck me. When I tell you it struck me, it hit the core of my heart. And after that convocation was over, I came back, I fasted, went back into prayer. And I, and, and I said, Lord, based on this prophecy, this, this prophes prophesizing to me, show me where you want me to go. Now, I, I know the models out here with Church of God in Christ, with um, 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 Bible Way and Full mm -hmm. Gospel, all of them, they got great models. And I said, Lord, is this where you want me to go? And he said, no. And he said, I want you to gather churches, but I want you to gather them to take it to take it globally to the mission field. Okay. Okay. And, 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 and that's how we got where we are today. And so right now I have one church here in the States that partner with us, which is CBC ministry under the leadership of apostle Corin Hammond. And then there are two churches over in um, Africa that is under new life fellowship of churches. Okay. Okay. Let me yeah. say let me say thank you. Welcome to uh, Sister Thelma Nichols uh, from uh, Ivor and Tondalia Baker from Raleigh, North Carolina, Pastor Rico Evans from College Park. God bless you, man of God. Uh, we're talking with uh, Bishop Frederick O. Jones. This is the Go Million and Go Million Ministry. Don't forget at the top of the hour, our prayer call line will open up at 518-425-1719 and you can dial in and pray with us. Also, you can go out to gomillion.gospelradiotoday.net uh, to our podcast and listen to uh, many of our podcasts. Please go out there uh, and subscribe. That's gomillion.gospelradiotoday.net. Uh, now, uh, so you, you're doing some work in Sierra uh, Leone. You sent me a, a video yes, of sir. you feeding a whole bunch of people, man. And you told me the other day about some stuff you got going on uh, over there. Uh, tell us a little bit uh, about that. Let me see. We got about 12 more minutes. Okay. Tell us about Sierra Leone. Then we want to talk about the work you're doing for the homeless. Let me tell you how Sierra Leone got started. Um, that was birthed in 2016 when they had a mudslide. And it was in the wee hours of the morning, around about three o'clock in the morning. It was real foggy. Um, after talking to some of the eyewitnesses and those who lived in the area, and that mudslide hit. They heard a sound, but they couldn't see anything. And when morning came and the fog had lifted, 
the mudslide wiped out thousands of families or thousands yeah. of people. When that thing started from the top of the hill, and I've had this chance to stand right there on the site where it happened. It's a historical site now. You can't build any houses there. And when that happened, it wiped out thousands of families. They had houses right in the midst of where that mudslide came down. And some of the families had seven to eight kids in it. Others had 10 kids. Um, and, it, and that mudslide washed thousands of people into the sea. And in our church, we have a family that is from Sierra Leone. And she came to me one Sunday morning after service and she told me what happened. And she said, can we support them? And so what I thought would be a first time love offering to send to them turned into a major work. And the Lord said to me, this was not a first time um, love offering. Your footprint of ministry will be here for many, many years. And we're seven years um, with our footprint in Sierra Leone. And as a result of that, we have a computer school. We have a sewing school. When we go over this year um, in September, we have about close to 45 students that will be graduating. Um, we have another 50 to 60 more coming behind them next year that will be graduating. We have a group um, next year from our computer class will be graduating and the work is growing tremendously to the point where we have a waiting list of about 60 to 80 people waiting to join the classes. We mm -hmm. just have outgrown the area where we are. And so uh, my prayer was, I didn't wanna have um, um, what we hear about around the world where you have people in these little sweatshops and they crammed all over top of each other. I didn't want to have that. And so I started praying and fasting. I said, Lord, I said, we need some property where we can actually um, build out and have more room. Mm -hmm. And so um, earlier this year, um, I got word that we have the opportunity to buy 10 acres of land um, for about four grand. And so when I go over in September, I'm going to walk that property and we're going to purchase it. Okay. Okay. And you just, uh, you sent a van over, didn't you? You just, we sent, just sent a van this past um, Saturday. We packed up food. We packed up supplies. Now the video that I sent you, that's United Methodist Church Primary School. They have a thousand students there. And we pledged the second year that we went to Sierra Leone to bring that church under our banner and to make sure that we could provide for them daily. Because those students in that school, if they didn't get food at home, um, they if, if they didn't have money enough to get lunches at the school, they probably wouldn't eat. So okay. for most of those kids, that only meal is probably at the school. And so the late Reverend Dunbar, who was the pastor of the United Methodist Church and the director of the school, she's going on to be with the Lord now. But sitting down, talking to her, um, hearing her heart about the school, we pledged and promised that we would send food regularly to make sure that every student would get a meal every day. Praise God. 
Uh, Pastor Rico uh, Evans said, Bishop Jones, good to see you, sir. Yes, you're Pastor Rico. Good to, good to hear from you, sir. Man, uh, now tell us about uh, what you're doing with the homeless. Uh, did you do something last week or is it going to be next week? So, so what you saw on the videos on Facebook, um, we all of the stuff that we packed up in that van, that was shipped to Sierra Leone. That'll be there in by June of uh, June 22nd of this year. Now, that assignment is done, the, the food, the supplies that has already been shipped, um, sent. So now our next focus and assignment will be in Washington, DC at Rock Creek Park. If you ever gone out to Washington, DC, and I'm sure Pastor Rico have, he's seen all of the homeless out there in the tents. Um, it's hundreds of them and hundreds. And so I had this project I had to oversee in Washington, DC. And on my way out there each day, um, the Lord directed my attention and he said, pay attention to these tents. And so that was for about two weeks and a half. And as a result of that, he said, I want you to go out there and I want you to start a work. And so what I did was I went out there and I had an opportunity to speak with one young lady who lived in a tent. And this is her story. She said to me, she said, Bishop, she said, she said, People are out here not because they want to be out here, but there are three classes of people out here. She said the classes are drug addiction, mental illness, and domestic violence. She said, I'm out here as a result of domestic violence. She said, my kids got taken away from me. I've never seen them since. I have no clue where they are. And she said, as a result, um, after being beaten so many times, she couldn't provide to keep the place. And then CPS came in and her children were taken from her. And as a result, she was left homeless on the street. And so I pledged to her that this would not be the last time you would see me. I said, we're going to come and we're going to come with a team and we're going to try to meet the needs as possible. And I asked her that day, I said, what do you need? And the first thing she said to me, she said, can you provide a home for me? I said, I can't right now. Or she said, not, not a home, but she said, can you su supply um, a place of living for me? Um, and I said, not right now, but I know some people, God will provide. And Bishop, after that, um, my attorney in Washington, D.C. works for this law firm, but she's on several boards in Washington, D.C., and I began to share with her about my encounter with this lady on the street. And she said to me, she said, okay, I want you to come to an organization. It's a woman's gala that's set up every year um, where they help thousands of women, black and brown women, to get off the street. And I went to this gala about three weeks ago. They raised a half a million dollars that wow. night. Wow. Half a million dollars. And, and let me tell you how they did it. They raised that money off of things that people donated. One $60 bottle of wine went for $20,000. Mm. And so they had two bidders bidding and each one of them had bid it up to 10,000. So each bidder agreed to pay $10,000. So they gave each one of them a $60 bottle of wine. They raised that just off of a, a $60 bottle of wine you would get out of the store. And so I got the opportunity to meet 
the president of that organization. And so now that's another organ, that's another um, resource for me to help to get some of these women off of um, the street. Okay, okay. Well, we got about three minutes left, uh, Bishop. Let me uh, let me ask you. You know, you, of course, you're doing a great work. Uh, uh, what's what's well? Let me ask you. Because uh, uh, I got to cut across the field. Okay. Um, um, uh, have you started writing anything yet? I haven't, but books are in me. And when you when you when you sent me the questions, and I read it. And it was like something just leaped inside of me because I had a gentleman, my, my, my son-in-law's father asked me, and he's, he's unsaved, but he asked me a question. He said, how did you get started? And I began to tell him my story and he was so intrigued in it and, and, and how I was called to the ministry and what we're doing now. He said, have you ever decided to put this in book form? And I said, not yet, but I will. And my daughter's been telling me for years, dad, you need to do this. You need to do this. And when I read one of the questions that you sent me, that thing just leaped up into me. And so that will be one of the next assignments that's coming. All right. Pastor Rico said uh, the work is right outside uh, uh, our doorstep. Pastor, keep up the work. America needs the uh, work done now. Praise God. Thank you, sir. Uh, uh, has, let me ask, has, what, what is your greatest prayer concern? Well, I got my one. Greatest, my greatest prayer concern is number one, first Lord, protect my family. Second one is Lord, provide all the resources that I need to get the work done. Okay. And if God would give you anything you ask, what would you ask God for? Resources. Resources 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 and the resources come in um supplies and it comes in the way of bodies that's willing to go out and 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 help do the work all right all right praise god well we've been talking with bishop uh, frederick o jones who's doing a fantastic uh work uh and not only uh, overseas in sierra leone but uh here in the united states he uh, is the pastor of the New Life Community Baptist Church in Gainesville, Virginia. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to bring you back, Bishop, because you are uh, somebody in the kingdom and you are doing kingdom work. Uh, our prayer line is open five one eight four two five one seven one nine. And Bishop, I'm gonna ask you to open us up with prayer, and then we'll allow you to go on about your busy day. Certainly. Thank you, sir. Father, we bless you and we thank you in the powerful name of Jesus. And we thank you for this podcast and we thank you for this great visionary and great man of God whom you have um, chosen for a time such as this. We thank you for the work that he's doing. We thank you for how he is allowing many, many people across this globe to be able to tap into a podcast and hear what is going on around our world. We thank you, um, Lord, for this work that he's doing. We thank you for those who are on the line. And we pray right now, Father, in Jesus' name, in the season in which we live, Lord, that you would continue to protect, 
we 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 hear day in and day out gun violence are everywhere people are in need and so lord we we just ask father in jesus name that you would cover okay. that you would protect and lord that you would continue to give us an unction to do what it is that you've called us to do in these last days thank you for every man and woman of god that you've called that's globally um around the world um, getting the work done. We ask God that you will continue to sustain them and their families as well as the work in their ministries. Lord, that when our days come to an end, we might be able to hear those bold sounding words. Um, um, thou good and faithful servant, you've been faithful over a few things. Come on up high and we'll make you ruler over many. Thank you now. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, uh, Bishop Jones. Uh, God bless you, man of God. You have a fantastic day, sir. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. We thank God for Bishop Frederick O. Jones. I tell you, if you didn't get this interview, uh, you need to go out to gomillion.gospelradiotoday.net uh, sometime later on tonight, tomorrow, and listen to this powerful interview, the work this powerful man is doing. Uh, over in Sierra Leone and uh, up in Washington, D.C. Uh, with the homeless. God bless you, Dr. Cowens, uh, Pastor Anita C. Spaulding. Uh, good afternoon to you. God bless you. We love you and love your husband. Amen. Hey, this is Bishop Gomillion, and I want to thank you for listening to Gomillion and Gomillion. Look, I'm inviting you to connect with me beyond your hearing me weekly. I have resources for your reading pleasure. Here's what I want you to do. Visit my website, gomillionandgomillion.com, and check out our various resources. Let me spell that. That's G-O-M-I-L-L-I-O-N and G-O-M-I-L-L-I-O-N dot com. Check it out, won't you? God bless you. Are you ready to pray? Come on and let's dive in as we call on the name of the Lord. And if you have a prayer request, please let me know by email. You can email me at ngomillion at aol.com. That's N-G-O-M-I-L-L-I-O-N at aol.com. Email me and we will honor your request. Are you ready? Come on, let's pray. Our prayer line is open at 518-425-1719. That's 518-425-1719. We would love to have you uh, dial in and pray with us. 518-425-1719. Please dial in. Who's on the line today? Hey, man, how you doing? Let me cut my uh, cut my speaker up, sir. Uh, there you are. How you doing, Deacon Willis? I'm blessed to yourself. Man, I'm blessed too. Yes, sir. I am absolutely blessed. Marvelously blessed. Blessed by the hand of God. Uh, who else is on the line? Elder Sandra. How you doing, Elder Sandra? I'm good. How you doing? Oh, I'm blessed. I am Praise blessed. Praise the Lord, Minister. That was a... That was a powerful interview we had. Yes, sir. Yes, God. Uh, next week we're going to be uh, we're going to be interviewing Apostle Georgia Walker from 
uh, down in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Uh, praise God. We look forward to that interview next week. Uh, is anybody else on the line? How you doing, uh, Sister Janice? Oh, I'm blessed. I am blessed. So good to hear your voice. Oh, oh, oh. All right, we're going to start praying. Is there anybody else on the line? Pastor Kim. Hey, Pastor Kim, how you doing? God, God, God bless you, Pastor Kim. Uh, good to have you on the line with us today. Uh, this time we're going to uh, we're going to start praying. I'm going to ask Deacon Willie if he would start praying with us today. Amen, amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, come right now and say thank you. Thank you for your grace and your mercies, Lord, Father God. This is the day that you have made, Lord, Father God. We will rejoice and be glad in it, Lord, Father God. Thank you for being God and God all by yourself, Lord, Father God. Thank you for making a way out of no way, Lord, Father God. Thank you for being a king, Lord, Father God. And a love, love, Lord, Father God. To you have a general, Lord, Father God. A prince of peace, Lord, Father God. Emmanuel, Lord, Father God. A great Yeah. 
Lord yes, God. Lord Thank Jesus. you right now, Lord Father God. I need, I, I need help, Lord Father God. I need help, Lord Father God. Walk with me, Lord Father God. Talk with me, Lord Father God. Thank you right now, Lord Father God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I take it for granted, Lord Father God. Thank you right now, Lord Father God. Thank you right now, Lord for anything that I said, done, or did, Lord Father God. I will be to your sight, Lord Father God. People that got and appear here was came for Lord Father God. Thank you for giving heavy trust, Lord Father God. Thank you right now, Lord. Father God, come on my child, show and listen, Lord Father God. Thank you right now, Lord Father God. I'm not taking it for granted. God, do what He means, this Lord Father God. And Jesus, they will never do. Amen, amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Deacon Willie. I'm going to ask if uh, Sister Carter would pray. Father God, I want to thank you, Lord, for last night's laying down. And this morning's early arrival, Father God, thank you for going to taking me to and from, dear God. Father God, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Yes. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day, Lord. Mm. Our daily bread. Yes. Forgive all trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Father God, I ask a special prayer, Lord. I ask you to strengthen my sister, dear God. Yes, yes. Put your hand, Lord, around her, dear God. Yes. No, you can do it. I know you can do it, Jesus. Mm. And I pray that you will touch her. Strengthen her, Lord. Because only you can, and I know you will. Yes, Lord. That's a special prayer for any of my other brothers that are having problems, dear God, and of people all over the world, dear God, the homeless, the sick, the shut-in, the elderly, Lord, the children, our president and cabinet, Lord, each and every one, Lord, mm-hmm. dear God, bless our bishop and first lady, please, Lord, dear God. Bless Dick and Willie and Elder Sandra and her husband. Bless Pastor Kim and Pastor dear God. Yes, and dear God, I won't give up how I, I too, Lord, need you. Dear God, yes. you're so good. You are so good. Yes, so Lord. I am praying because I'm going to the right one that I know that will touch and heal, dear God. I know you, you will. Yes, God. I know you can. Father God, I thank you. I thank you, Lord. Thank you. These and all the blessings I ask in your name, Father God, and thank you. Amen. Thank Amen. you. Amen. God bless you. Thank Amen. you so much, Amen. Sister Carla. From the top, we appreciate you so much. We thank Dick and Willie that pray he's from Kingdom of Zion. 
God bless you both. At this time, I'm going to ask if uh, Elder Sancho would pray. Yes. Father God, we magnify your name, and we bless you today, and we exalt you, and we lift you up, oh God, because you are, are all in all. You are great and mighty. You are all-powerful. You're all-knowing, and you're everywhere all at one time. You know our thoughts are far off, oh God, and we just magnify you, God, and we bless you, Lord, and we praise you. Lord, we thank you that we are able to yes, come God. to the throne. We're able to talk with you one-on-one. -on -one. We're able to thank God for Jesus who tore the veil rent and enables us now that we're able to get in there yes, and talk God. with you, God, and that we know by what your word says that you are full of compassion. That means there's no room for anything else. You're full of compassion. So when we lay our hearts and open up our hearts to you, God, to let you know what's going on with us, that when you hear us, your compassion causes you to move <laughs> because you just don't listen and not do anything about it. Yes, so, Lord. Father, we thank you that you are a God that is moving on our behalf. And we thank and praise and magnify you. Lord, and give your name glory. I lift up those two little children that was in a fire, oh God, in their house, and that MCV now in the burn unit where their muscles and tissues and some bones were yes, even burnt, oh God. Mm. It, it, it may not have feelings in their bodies, oh God. So, Lord God, I pray that you bring them through this, yes, oh Lord, God, that have you mercy. just do. A miracle in their bodies, oh God, where they will have healing, that they will be restored, oh God, in the name of Jesus. I in the pray name of Jesus. that you would touch the doctors and nurses and those specialists, oh God, that you would give them wisdom and knowledge on what to do with those children, God, that you would touch the parents of those children, that you would just come to their hearts and be with them as they go through this long process of surgeries and yes, surgeries and, 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 and transplants and whatever else they have to do for those bird patients, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Lord, we thank you. Now that we hear things like this, we thank you, Lord, that you even created doctors and gave them wisdom and encouraged them to stay in school and learn all about the body and what to do to help us to be whole and healed, God, in the name of Jesus. We know the healing comes from you, but Lord God, whoever you use to bring about it, we thank you for that, oh God, in the name of Jesus. I pray for those that are working in nursing homes, Lord, they're on the spot in the news where care is not being given to the residents, oh God, and the people there, they're suffering, they're laying in their own urine and feces for long periods of time. I pray, God, that you would touch the employees, oh God, and, and, and management, that they would increase staff, oh God, that they would make the atmosphere and the work conditions and the culture feasible for the employees, and that you would give the employees a heart uh, of, of caregiving, God. Yes, in the name Lord. Of Jesus. Yes, Lord. That you would fill them with compassion, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, that they would look at those residents and those patients like they were family members, Father. And yes, that you Lord. would stir them up, that they would move on the behalf of those patients, God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I pray for a regulatory board that would be able to come in 
and, and frequently check what's going on in these nurses' homes and it's assisted living, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name so of we Jesus. Care for our, we care for our widows, oh God. We we care, Father God. So I lift them up today, those that are caring for their loved ones and their elderly or their parents within the home. I pray that you would strengthen them, Father, as they go through diagnosis of Parkinson's and Alzheimer's and dementia, oh God, where they can't remember their children's names, oh God. I pray that you strengthen the caregiver, the family member, so that they would be able to bring their loved one through and care for them, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We're praying for every Christian in every nation, oh God. 
in the countries around the world that you would build them up and strengthen them, Father, as your word says, O oh Lord. Yes, Lord. I pray, Father, that we would be on one accord. You said how good and pleasant it is for the brethren to dwell in unity. And we may agree. We agree that Jesus died. Yes, and he Lord. rose and there the right hand of the Father making intercession for us. Even as we pray, he's praying for us. So, Lord, we thank you. Help to strengthen us each day and fill us each day with the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit may rest upon us, that we would have power to live right, power to do right, power to heal, power to speak, words of deliverance and encouragement to those that are going through and we see a move of God, that the glory of God will be revealed in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you. Amen. 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 God bless you. Thank you, uh, Elder Sandalow's Dickens for speaking spirit. We appreciate you. Amen. Did anybody else come on the line? All, all right. Oh, God bless you. And Pastor Kim from the Bloomfield Baptist Church of Wilson's, Virginia. Pastor Kim, would you pray, please? Gracious God, we come before your presence with a grateful heart. We honor who you are and who you have purpose to be in our lives. We thank you, dear God, that your word tells us without any uncertainty, but with assurance that if we call yes, you, Lord. you will answer us. Not only will you answer us, but you will show us great and mighty things that we're not aware of. We cry, um, Jesus, of David on today. God, would you have mercy? Would you have mercy yes, on Lord, us? Please. God, would you have mercy? Individually as well as collectively. Would you have mercy, God, for our cities, our communities, our states, our countries, most of all our world, God? We need the mercy of God. Oh, God, in this season yes, and Lord, in Jesus. this hour where there is chaos and confusion, turmoil, yes, every God. God, we are in a battle, God, for the soul even of America. We are in warfare, God, and we understand that we are not wrestling against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness and spiritual yes, wickedness Lord, and Jesus. high places. You think the hour will come when men's hearts will begin to wax cold and they'll become lovers of themselves more than lovers of God. And we understand only you can change the heart of an individual. God, we need you to do some um, surgery on today, God. Yes, Heal Lord. with every heart. God, those who serve in any capacity of leadership, we're praying for our Congress people and our senators and our House of Representatives. We're praying and we're lifting up and making intercession for our president and vice president. God, you said that man ought to always pray and not to faint. And we are to pray for those who have authority and rule yes. over us. So God, we are lifting them up even this day. Deal with the budget situation. God, we understand that there is so much divisiveness, so much anger and bitterness that is operating, God, and those in authority and leadership. God, not them, but all over the earth, a spirit has been released, and so many persons are angry and 
praying, even yes. now, God, for a revival in the earth, that there will be a move of God, that you would begin to bring down, God, every wall of petition that yes, keeps Lord. us separated and divided and keeps us, God, operating and functioning out of anything that is not of you. We take authority over every diabolical yes, assignment Lord. of the adversary. You said some things only come by praying and by fasting. So thank you today, God, for this most privilege you give us. God, what we have failed to ask you for, we pray you will not fail to grant it. I pray for Bishop and I pray for Elder on today. I pray for the top family. I pray for each of my brothers and sisters yes, Lord. under yes, the sound Lord. of my God, what I fail to ask you for, I'm praying that you will not fail to grant it. It is in that awesome and precious name of Jesus that we pray and we declare it so. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Thank you amen. so much. Thank amen. you so much, Pastor Kim. Father in heaven, we just thank and praise and give you glory and honor for all that you've done and all that you're doing. We, God, want to bless uh, all who have been with us today. We certainly Bless Elder Sandra Lyles Jenkins and uh, Pastor Carolyn Smith, Sister Thelma Nichols, Tondalia uh, Baker. Uh, we God bless you, Pastor Rico Evans. God bless you, sir. And, uh, Pastor Eugene Cowens, Virginia Beach. Uh, Pastor Nita Spaulding from New Jersey, her husband, Bishop Richard Spaulding. God bless them both in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray blessings upon Bishop Willie. We ask that the Lord would bless his health. Bless his strength, provide for him all that he needs. We pray for Elder Sandra Lyles Jenkins that you will continue to bless her health, Lord. Uh, bless her husband, provide for them all that they need. We speak a blessing upon Sister Janice Carter and God upon her sister that she is praying for. We also speak blessings upon Pastor Kim White and, and the new and the Bloomfield Baptist Church. God, I thank you, Father, for. Bishop Jones, God, and the work that he uh, is doing, God, uh, around the world and around the country. We bless you and we give you glory and honor and praise for him, Lord, uh, in the name of Jesus Christ. God, you're worthy to be praised. Did somebody come on the line? I, th I, th I thought I heard a click on the line. Well, praise the Lord. We want to thank you, Father, for whoever uh, came in. We speak blessings upon them, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray that you would bless every pastor, everywhere, every elder, every minister, every deacon, everybody that is doing the work of the Lord. God bless uh, Bishop Larry Branch. Bless his wife. We pray, uh, Elder Co-Pastor Lynette, in the name of uh, of Jesus Christ, bless Bishop Wesley Cherry, God, our state bishop, Bishop Joseph Walker, our presider, Bishop Paul S. Morton, our founder, bless them all, God, in the name of Jesus, bless our upcoming conference that's going to be held in July uh, up at the National Harbor, bless it, God, may every need be met by everybody that comes, give safe traveling mercy to everybody, God, may an uncommon anointing flow and hit that place. May people be healed, delivered, and set free in the name of Jesus. God, this week coming is Pentecost Sunday, and may it be a Pentecostal experience in every house of worship. May it be as it was on that day. May the day of Pentecost 
fully come. And God may the release of the Holy Spirit cause people to speak in other tongues. May the release of the Holy Spirit cause people to feel the manifested power of God in their lives. May people leave and not be the same uh, in the name of Jesus Christ. God, you know what's going on in our country. We need a move of God. God, our country is divided, but we need you to touch the hearts of people on both sides, that they might come together and understand that the people who are going to be hurt, God, if the debt crisis goes on, are the people whom they, who they represent. May God, their hearts be melted and may God, they move and deal with this thing so that no one would be hurt, that people might be able to get their money, that God, they might be able to eat, may be able to pay their bills, may be able to exist in this economy in which we're living in. Father, we just give you glory and honor and praise for all things. We thank you and ask that you bless us. Bless us, bless us, from the crown of our head to the sole of our feet. Bless everywhere we walk, God. Bless everything that comes out of my mouth. Bless our talk. Bless our thinking. Bless our talking. Bless our doing. In Jesus' name we pray. We thank you, Lord. We give you glory. Amen. 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 God bless everybody. God bless you. God bless you. you all. Have a phenomenally blessed week. All right, all right, all right, bye-bye. You've been engaged with Go Million and Go Million interview and prayer call. Bishop Nathaniel and Elder Francine Go Million serve at Tabernacle of Praise, 5283 Windsor Boulevard in Zunai, Virginia. You can contact them by mailing to P.O. Box 161, Zunai, Virginia, 23898. Sunday morning service time is at 1045 a.m. And virtual Bible study is on Wednesday at 7 p.m. And the number to get in is 518-425-1719. Bishop and Elder are the founders of Gomillion and Gomillion Ministries, covering ministries and pastors, and can be contacted via phone 804-943-8364. Bishop and Elder Gomillion want to thank you for listening to Gomillion and Gomillion Interview and Prayer Call Podcast.